Life can be hard, and sometimes you just need an internet bestie to help you out. That's where I come in. Welcome to the Dear Imani Podcast, an advice-based show that reminds you to put yourself first and live in your purpose. And don't worry, I'll always give you the real tea. Need advice or have a story? Send me a message on our Instagram at Dear Imani Podcast or DearImani.com. Tune in every Friday for a new episode. See you there. Sincerely, Imani. Hello, y'all. Happy Friday. Actually, don't know when you're listening to this, but if you're listening to this on the day it goes on air, it's Friday. Or if you listen to it next Friday, are you a couple weeks behind? Are you on time? Do you listen to it on Monday on your way to work? What's the tea? When are you guys listening to Dear Imani? Either way, I'm excited that you're here. Welcome to another episode of Dear Imani. I'm your host, Imani, obviously. Happy December. Can you believe it's already December? That means it's officially, officially, officially Christmas. Like, we all know Christmas happened November 1st, low-key. Like, right after Halloween, it was technically Christmas. We, the real ones know, okay, okay? But for everyone else, I feel like everyone else now has officially jumped on board because it is December 1st. We are headed towards winter. Mariah Carey is fully, fully defrosted now. Defrosted? Yeah, that's a Why do I be questioning myself in words? Like, I don't know. But yeah, she's fully, fully defrosted. So it's officially Christmas time, which low key makes me a little sad. Like when December 1st hits, because now I'm like, oh my God, it's getting closer to it not being Christmas, which is such a bad mindset, which is something that I also have preached to you guys, like living in the moment and not thinking so far ahead in that sense. Like I'm thinking about the negative not the positive, and that's not really my brand, but it always makes me sad because I love Christmas so freaking much. Literally every year while we're putting up the decorations, like putting them back in storage, I always tell Alex, I'm like, oh, I just can't wait until next year again. Like, I can't believe we have to go a whole another year before we put these decorations back up. It really makes me sad. I love this time of year because as y'all know, if, well, I don't know if you, whoever doesn't live in California, California is hot and we start getting the heat quick. And I love this time of year because we get some rain. It's actually cold. Our nights are cold. You get to turn the space heater on. Like that range from begging for AC to having to put the the heater on is superior. It's a chicken salad. It's superior. Literally, like it's the best thing in the world. So I hate thinking about that Christmas is almost here, which means that it's about to leave. But that's negative. Let's be excited that it's almost Christmas. It's December we are getting cozy. I have my candle lit next to me right now. I got all the decorations up. We actually decorated the day after Thanksgiving. So we are on top of it because we usually do not do that. We kind of wait until December. And sometimes we used to get trees like in the 20s of December. So super late, but we are on it this year. I think that's because I'm doing Vlogmas. I mentioned that I think last week. I'm doing Vlogmas and I actually already filmed a couple videos because I wanted to be prepared. I'm not doing 25 days. I'm doing 12 days. So from December 14th through the 25th, every single day, I'm going to be posting a YouTube video of a Vlogmas episode. So decorating the house and shopping and parties and all these fun, exciting Christmassy things. So make sure you stay tuned for that because let me tell y'all, let me tell you, it's a, it's a lot of work with the editing, I will say, like, and wanting it to look entertaining and then just all the footage you have on your camera and making it, like, you'll have hours of footage and then it's down to, like, 10 minutes. 
and then you put all that work in to edit it and hopefully people watch it, you know? And I get, like, I'm in this season of the grind because, hmm, how am I trying to say this? Okay, so if you take someone that's already popping in any field, they are doing it now because they are making money from it. They have the motivation because they have the fan base or they're they have the clients or whatever the business or whatever the thing is that someone is doing, you are a little bit more motivated when you have a reason to do it. When you're in the grind beginning modes, like I am with YouTube, it's like, I'm going to be putting all this work in and like, fingers crossed, I get a hundred views. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that is the funny part about the this process. You put so much work in. So please, please, my dear Imani listeners, watch my YouTube videos just all the time, but especially during Vlogmas, because that's a lot of work to post a video every single day, okay? And I actually got really lucky because you always have to plan vlogmas. Like I've been doing a lot of research from other vloggers I watch and YouTubers I watch and just seeing how they do it, how they edit, what the techniques and tips are. And they always say to plan it beforehand. And I planned it beforehand too. But what I was lucky about this year is that we have so many parties. Like I mentioned last week, we have, I have five I have like five holiday parties to go to. So that was already five days covered. And then my first two videos were like decorating and all that kind of stuff. So I really didn't have that much left over to have to think about, which was really nice. But I just got lucky that I have a busy, busy month. Speaking of YouTube, I also posted a YouTube video of me doing my blowout. Like I got my clip-ins, which are hella bomb, by the way. Like they're thick for the gods. And they match my hair well, but I tried to do a blowout like all the girlies be doing. And I mean, it looked cute. Like it was cute for my first time. But if you watch the YouTube video, you can tell I was struggling. I kept saying like, oh my God, this is so hard. I got some really good tips from people like in comments on TikTok and messages and Instagram and stuff telling me like what I could do next time to make it better. So I'm definitely going to try that again. But I do love the way it looks. It just looks like I don't know. It just looks like a bad bitch. Like, I don't know, like a mom, but like a bad bitch mom with a blowout. I just like the vibe. So I'm going to keep practicing that. Also, last thing before we get into the topic, I miss being in the studio. Oh my God. Like I really miss having the video footage and making the reels and the TikToks. And I just love being on camera, obviously. And I know that you guys really like the video format too. Um, because I also have like really good analytics. I feel like when I have a video format, it just has been so busy and the week goes by so freaking fast. By the time I, you know, film this podcast, release it, you do so promo for this week's episode. And then I'm at, then it's already the next week and I'm asking a question for, I'm asking for your submissions for the next week's episode. But then I also need to get in the studio in time to be able to, you know, like it's just a lot and I have to, prioritize making sure I'm in the studio. I think I I probably what I really need to do is just set a date. Like every Wednesday I go to the studio, you know? So that way I have a schedule in that sense. Like every Wednesday morning or every Thursday morning I go to the studio. I just need to do something like that because my setup is way too cute. The producer is way too good. The whole thing is just way too good to not be in the studio at least No, I should be in the studio, in my opinion, every single week. And I have missed, I haven't been there since my Halloween special episode, which has now been a month, which is crazy, right? That went by so fast. But I will be back in the studio. I do leave for Miami next week, so I'm not sure if I'll get in the studio by like Tuesday of next week. I'm not sure. I'm going to try to, but for sure, for sure, after I get back from Miami, the rest of my podcast better be in the studio, okay? Okay. Anyway, today's topic 
is all about being toxic. You're toxic, I'm slipping under. Yep, that toxic, Britney Spears. Well, not really about Britney Spears, but the word toxic. The reason why I was going to talk about this today was just because it's a topic that I have on my topic list to talk about for Dear Money Podcast. Um, so that's number one. But number two is because I feel like it's always talked about, like being toxic, being in a toxic relationship, toxic, 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 toxic traits. It's just something that's always all over the internet. And I don't think that will ever die because people will always be toxic in some degree. And you know, we've probably all been toxic before, I've shown toxic traits or experience someone else being toxic, you know, been on the receiving end of it. We've all had experience with this. So that's why I was like, this is a good thing to talk about that I know people will be able to relate to. And then maybe we can also learn something today. But before we move on, I wanted to make a clear, clear difference that toxic is not the same as abuse. Abuse is an extreme form of being toxic and in no shape or form it should ever be tolerated at any amount of time for any reason. So I feel like I wanted to say that because I think a lot of times, especially because we use the word so loosely, that people will be talking about toxic relationships and toxic this and toxic that, but really it's just abuse. Whether it's emotional abuse or physical abuse, it's abuse and that's not toxic. That's just flat out wrong. No and ifs or buts, no conversations needed. No. So I want to make that very, very clear. Um, To me, personally, all toxic behavior is cut off. Like, I'm just not the one. I have always been a peaceful kind of girl. Like, if you know me, you know I'm always happy. I'm always smiling. I am not a toxic person at all. I only want good vibes around me. I only exude good vibes. I even got to the point that I have unfollowed like those pop culture, like the shade room, those Instagram accounts, because I just don't even want that kind of energy in my brain. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm toxic free over here. Like I've never glorified being toxic. I don't think it's cute. Um, you know, like some things are when people my toxic trait is or like, oh, I'm so toxic. Like when people are joking, I'm not like that serious. Like, oh my God, don't say the word toxic around me. But I do mean like I don't think it's cute. Like I'm never gonna be a toxic person. I'm never gonna be in a toxic relationship, never gonna have toxic friends. That's just not who I am, and that's not the energies and the vibrations I bring or I give, okay? So that is what y'all need to be like too. I know it can be easier said than done because you might have been used to toxic. You might have grown up with toxic and it's all you know. Hell, you might even like it a little bit, but that's also toxic too. Let me tell you something. We're going to get into all this, but let me tell you. A common thing that people talk about when we talk about the word toxic in relationships. So Sierra, Sierra, future, and her now husband, Russell Wilson, who is a football player, future, the rapper, Sierra, the singer, obviously Sierra. Anyway, Sierra used to be with Future who had, Sierra used to be with Future and they have a child together and Future is the definition of toxic. Like he is just, he is just no, like he's just so many no's. And then Russell Wilson is just like a wonderful man that loves his wife and is shows her every day and is not afraid to express his love for her on the internet. Like from what, mind you, we don't know these people for real, but from what we see and what we witness and how Sierra and Russell act, It is just such a beautiful relationship that some people call, it's just such a beautiful relationship, but then there's people out there that try to pretend like he's soft or he's whipped or whatever word they want to use to act like, I don't even know. 
because they because they glorify being toxic and there's so many people out there that like the toxic relationship and they thrive off of it or they just can't find a way to get out of it let me tell you right now that is not the way to go it is not you are sad bitch <laughs> you're sad admit it admit it if you are in a toxic relationship right now i want you to take a moment close your eyes and realize you are probably sad okay all right Now that you thought of that, I have constructed a list of eight things when it comes to being in a toxic relationship or friendship. I mean, these eight things can work for any circumstances, whether you're talking about your family and your friends, your partner, whatever, they go with everything. But because a lot of the times we're always talking about toxic relationships, that's what the theme of this part is going to sound like and be. So number one, if you're in a relationship with someone and you have bad communication, the key to a relationship is communication. And I think that's something that we all always have to work on. We're constantly working on it. I don't think anyone would ever, well, I don't think anyone will ever have 100% clear, good communication with somebody because we're just all different human beings and you're going to communicate differently, which is okay. But I think where it can be become toxic is if there's no compromise to understand each other on how to communicate better. If you just kind of accept it, accept it as it is like, oh, well, we have bad communication. It's like, that's only going to lead down a negative, destructive path because you're not able to use your words to communicate like what you need from your partner. Number two, if your partner is controlling, manipulative, or they try to isolate you from other people. The third one, isolate, that is like the biggest thing that is a huge red flag and toxic trait. If your partner is trying to isolate you from other people and they're trying to make you kind of be alone because they want to seem like you're the only, they want to try to make it seem like they're the only person that has your back. They're the only person that's going to be there for you so that you are just holding on to them for dear life and you need them. So they'll try to like get you away from all your friends and all your family so you feel so alone. And that is like the biggest, biggest toxic trait of them all. That also includes being manipulative because that's obviously a very manipulative trait to do to somebody. And then controlling. Controlling, okay, the thing about me, I don't like to be told what to do, okay? Like, I just don't. In any, in any capacity, and that's a toxic trait of mine, is that I don't like to be told what to do. So if you don't like to be told what to do, you got to kind of fix it a little bit because sometimes you're just wrong, you know? And it's hard. It's a hard pill to swallow. I know, I know, I know. But sometimes you're just wrong. But what I mean by controlling and telling, telling what to do is like someone's telling you what to wear, how to be, how to act. You need to be home by this time. I don't want you hanging out with this person. I don't want you wearing that. Like controlling, that is toxic. No, 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 no. And to me, that is that is abusive. It's funny because for me, this list is all abuse. <laughs> and I don't know, maybe I'm dramatic or maybe because I'm a peaceful kind of gal. Anything that is not serving me is abuse. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe I'm alone on that. But all this whole list is abuse. So when I said earlier, like, being toxic is not the same as abuse. To me, it's abuse, but for most people, it's probably not. That's why I am categorizing it as toxic behavior. Um, But yeah, controlling is just super toxic because 
you're not able to be your full complete self because someone else is trying to manipulate, control you into something that you're not. Number three, belittling someone in jabs. So this to me is just, and I've talked about this before, like those jokes that are, people think they're joking, but they're low-key being rude or maybe just a flat out belittling or like, oh, how's your little business going? Oh, how's your little, you know, like belittle things like that just to try to make someone feel less than or make someone feel like they're not doing enough. And you just constantly like are jabbing them a little bit. That is verbal abuse, toxic behavior, a hundred percent. Like do not let someone fix their mouth to disrespect you, like no matter who it is. And even if it feels small, if you had to like take a second and be like, dang, why'd they say that? Or like, dang, that kind of hurt my feelings. Then you're right. It probably was kind of rude what they said and they, and they need to be checked point blank period. Like you're not about to belittle me or throw little jabs at me and think that's okay. Especially when you're in a relationship with someone, like I do not play that. Like me and Alex joke around for sure. So I'm not like ultra sensitive in that, but I would never let him just talk to me any kind of way to the point where I actually was feeling like a little sad or feeling like less than or something like that. Like absolutely not. And kind of going back to number one, bad communication. So I had that one up first because even with me and Alex, like I feel like we communicate well, but then there's times where we just don't because we're just two different people. And how we navigate that is usually just having to like super talk it through of like, okay, where did we go wrong? Like, why did you feel upset about that? And why did you feel upset about that? And then we usually can find the part where it was like, oh, that's because I meant this or I shouldn't have said it in this manner. You know what I mean? Like that is what I mean by trying to figure out how to figure out your bad communication. But if you're not trying to figure it out, it's done for. The relationship will not work. All right, so going back to the list. Number four, they go silent after an argument and use silence as a weapon. Ooh, okay, there's this song from Lauren Smith. I think it's called Flowers. I First of all, I love this song. Like this girl can sing. She's like all over TikTok, but one of the lines in her songs, I think she goes, um, gosh, it's how you spoke to me. Cause when you, oh, cause when she said, cause when we fight, you give me space and not communicate. And for a while, that's all I thought I should appreciate something like that, which I love that line because I'm like, silence is the worst thing in the world. And I feel like people use that to take advantage of people. Like, you know, like if you get in an argument with someone and they just completely ignore you, like I get people need to get their space or like maybe take a walk or whatever if they're that upset. I mean, like, honestly, I'm like, oh, why are you that mad? But <laughs> but if you get that mad, I understand that. But the silent treatment, I think is the worst thing to do possible. Like, once again, I understand people just don't want to talk or they just want to cool down or they just don't know what they want to say yet. So they're like, so they're like, uh, I'm just going to be silent. But the thing about that, it just makes someone feel alone and isolated. And I feel like when you're in a relationship or a friendship or whatever, then you don't want someone to feel that way. And I saw this quote from this article and it says, it's normal to occasionally be upset, disappointed, even angry with your partner. However, when you ignore your partner and refuse to speak to them for more than an hour or two, it's abusive because you know that person is on the other end, like wanting so badly to have a conversation and try to fix what's happening. And then you're just like using your power of silence 
against them. You guys know what I mean? Like, if you're the person that does that, that goes silent for a long, long, long time, try to fix that. You know, like, I get you're probably upset or you're angry or you don't feel like talking or you don't feel like working it out yet. And everyone has the right to take the time for themselves. But I think there is a line um, that where it goes too far. You need to like reel it back in and figure out how to communicate. Number five, always shifting blame on one person. Yeah, this is super toxic, super toxic because there ain't no way that it's always just the same person over and over again. You know, if someone is expressing to you how they feel and the problems that they have in your relationship, and then somehow it always goes back to that person that's an issue because then it's like, okay, well, damn, I can't even say what I feel or what's on my mind because it's always going to be my fault at the end of the day. And at the end of the day, yes, maybe one person is more flawed than the other. That's, I mean, that if that's what it is, that is what it is. But at the same time, everybody has something to work on and you can't just sit there and act like your shit don't stink. Number six, the relationship is never a priority. Da, da, da. If they wanted to, they would. That one is just wrapped up in a bow, 100%. It is a toxic trait if the relationship is never a priority. If you notice that they're never trying to put in an effort to make you feel special, you notice that they are always wanting to be around their friends, not around you. Um, They're never trying to like upgrade the relationship, create a new spark, whatever the case may be. You are probably in a toxic situation because let's be real. Your relationship should be one of the first priorities in general. Like if you're with somebody and you're with somebody for the long run, like you're talking about trying to get married or you are married and you have a family, that should be your number one priority at all times. And if that slips to number two, three, and four, that's a no-go, sis. (laughs) Number seven, sarcasm is the main language. So kind of going back up to number three, belittle and jabs. But, you know, sarcasm to me, this is where they kind of all go together because this is where communication comes in. If you are a type of person that you are more sensitive and you don't like sarcasm, then that is never going to work for you. Even if they're joking, it's just not going to work because it's going to be irritating. Um, if you like sarcasm, if you're sarcastic yourself, then maybe that, that would just be your relationship. But I would guarantee like nine times out of 10, people don't want sarcasm as a, as the main language and communication for a relationship or a friendship. Like I think that is so freaking annoying so freaking annoying. Like I know, I mean, all my friends are super fun and sassy and like joking. So I don't really care about that. Cause I love to have fun and like that. I'm not sensitive in that regard. Like I mentioned earlier, but when everything is just sarcastic, there's just never nothing purely kind coming out of your mouth. That is an issue. And that is toxic. Cause I feel like that's just a form of bullying, but it's just like, it's just masked with sarcasm. It's like, no, no, It's not sarcasm. You're being rude. Okay? Rude. And number eight, the constant gaslighting. Gaslighting is the top, should have been at the top of the charts with this list of toxic behaviors in a relationship because gaslighting is literally the worst thing possible. Like, (laughs) I'm giving you all the facts and you're still over here being delusional as hell. And pretending like it's the facts aren't there, pretending that your facts are correct and your facts aren't even existing. Gaslighting. Gaslighting. And we see this a lot in relationships and friendships, but we also see it in jobs and people with higher 
power and positions. Um, we see it in politics. We see it on the news. We see it all the time. People are constantly gaslighting. Women see it all the time. Um, just It just happens all the time. And that's like the number one toxic trait. I would say... I would say controlling, manipulation, and gaslighting are like the top three. You're in a toxic, you're in a toxic relationship and you need to get out of there now. Okay. Number nine, this, this is actually the last one. If you're in a relationship with someone and they are constantly lying or cheating, and then they always come back with a bunch of sorries and apologies and flowers or whatever, and they do it again. I mean, this goes back to manipulation, but I wanted to separate it because this is a common one. That is emotional and verbal abuse. Like, it is what it is. Because what they're doing is they're using you to, they're using you. That's just what it is. Like they're having their cake and they're eating it too. They do something wrong to you. They come back, apologize. You accept it. You take the flowers and they go do it again. And that is a form of abuse. So that is very, very toxic. And that's why I wanted to separate that from manipulation just because if you're in that situation, please try to figure out a way to be strong enough to get out of that situation because you were going to be so much happier in the long run. So if any of the above is happening to you or you are doing it, stop doing that. Stop being this person. This is horrible. But if any of the above is happening to you, you are not in a good relationship or a friendship. And I'm just gonna leave that at that. Okay. Like I promise you, you're not in a good you're not in a good situation, and you need to find a way to either have these real big conversations with your partner or friend, or you need to just leave them, leave them behind, leave them in the dust. It's almost a new year. It's 2023. And 2023, everyone is Everyone is eating in 2023, okay? We are being happy. We are living our best life. We are being healthy. We are being loved. We are being joyful. We are being successful. We are being wealthy. All of the above. 2023 is the year, okay? Like, let's just, okay, 2020 pandemic. 2021 Omicron slash pandemic. 2022, what the hell is going on? 2023, we back in this shit. We back running it, right? So, therefore... You have to make sure you have all the people in your life that need to be there. And if you have people in your life that are this list and above, all this lit, this list, they don't need to be rocking with you in 2023. And that's not a good situation for you. All righty. So let's get into your submissions. So I asked you guys a couple questions and let's just get right into it. So the first one was, what is your toxic trait? So let me think of mine. What is my toxic trait? I'm like, none, psych. Um, my toxic trait is probably, like I said earlier, not liking to be wrong um, and always thinking I'm right. Yeah, I w- I'll just go with that one. I would say me always thinking I'm right. That's a toxic trait because I just feel like I am. Like, I feel like I really am always right. Like, I don't really know of anything where, where like my opinion would be wrong because my opinion is right. I don't know. That's just my toxic trait. I don't know if I'll ever get over that. And that's probably toxic, but it is what it is. All right, your toxic traits. The first one, falling asleep during every movie if it's after 9 p.m. Okay, because 9 is late these days, right? Especially after that time change and it's getting dark like at 5 p.m. 9 feels so freaking late. Like it gets to 9, I'm like, okay, it's time for bed. And I'm like, no, no, no. You have more hours where you could be doing something productive. 
or at least watching a TV show or having a little snack. Like it's not really time for bed. Like you're, girl, you in your twenties. Why are you going to bed at nine? But yes, I agree. That feels that definitely feels late, especially with the recliner chairs, recliner chairs and some snacks at nine p.m. Yeah, I'm going to bed. Alex definitely does that. Like he can't, he can't last. I mean, I he'd be tired trying to go to sleep at ten, and I'm over here still trying to watch a Netflix show, and he's like knocked out. So when we go to the movies, we can't go to the movies past like seven because he's gonna go to sleep. So, all right, number two. Catching a flight every time I encounter a problem in life. (laughs) She said, catch flights, not feelings, okay? You know, sometimes you just got to escape your reality and live in delusion. Like, I always say delusion is truth. So if you got to get on a flight to escape what is going on in your life because you don't want to encounter the real problem, you got to do what you got to do. Like, if you want to go to somewhere tropical because you don't feel like dealing with the fact that your life is turning to shit at the moment, Go to somewhere tropical. I mean, life's short. Live it up. <laughs> I don't think this is... I, I know. I, I see why it's toxic because sometimes you have to, you know, you know, take things head on and handle your issues and not just run away from them. Like, yada, yada, yada. Obviously, I know that. But sometimes you do just have to escape a little bit, you know? So if you have the opportunity and privilege to just get on a flight and go, take that vacation and go and just deal with it when you get back. <laughs> All right, next one. Being too forgiving. Yeah, that's a, um, I was gonna say that's a good toxic trait, but you know what I mean? Yeah, that is a good toxic trait that needs to, um, not be there (laughs) because I feel like when you're too forgiving, obviously that means that people are probably going to notice that one. And then you're accepting BS into your life a lot because you're just constantly forgiving people for their bad behavior. If you want to follow a rule, like three strikes, you're out, then that's fine. If you want to do one strike, you're out and that's fine too. But doing over and over and over and over and over again a million times and you keep forgiving someone that is like emotional abuse at that point and they don't care about you I think what people have to remember is that these people that are saying they care for you but their actions aren't showing they don't care about you they don't like you they don't love you they don't care about you so next time someone in your life is doing something messed up and they apologize and you keep forgiving just have my voice in your head and say they don't even like you they don't like you and they don't love you and they don't care about you. And until you realize that, you're going to, you know, find yourself in the same situation. But just try to remember that because you don't want to be too forgiving. It's okay to forgive people, of course, yana, 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 it's nice. But you don't have to. You don't have to forgive people, especially depending on what the issue was. Like, okay, if they ate your leftovers in the fridge, fine, you can forgive them. But if they cheated on you, if they disrespected you, if they, whatever, uh, whatever they did that was just awful... You don't have to forgive nothing. So don't, you know, set a boundary for yourself. You can't just let people into your life without you having these boundaries of like what they can and cannot do to you. My toxic trait is if there is no entertainment while I'm eating, I won't eat because it's boring. (laughs) This is, yes, yes. Like, don't you get your food out and you like heat it up or you cook it or you pick it up. And you like immediately start getting out a Netflix show, getting out a movie. Like you have to have something on. I hate when we're like searching and searching for a show and I'm like, or I'll say Alex is searching for something to so something to watch, but I'm like on the side kind of eating my food. It does feel a little bit miserable because it's like, damn, I don't even got nothing to watch while I'm eating all this good food. So I agree with that. <laughs> Number five, none, I'm perfect. Or maybe that's my toxic trait. See, I'm right there with you, sis. Like, 
that's how I feel. But, you know, we all got a little bit of toxic traits in us. You know, you know, it's okay to have to work on ourselves. It's okay. It's okay. I learn that every day. Psych, not really, because I'm perfect. Just kidding. Next one, I'm Stevie Wonder to Red Flags. (laughs) Not Stevie Wonder. Oh, my God. (laughs) You know what? Your red flags are pink. If you need help with red flags, go back and listen to my red flags episode. I forget what number that was, but we went through all the red flags, and that was a really good episode. It was really fun. But don't be Stevie Wonder to Red Flags because, no, you're going to find yourself in just horrible situations if you keep doing that. All right, next one. My toxic trait is getting drunk and telling lies. (laughs) Not telling lies. (laughs) So you get drunk and you're like, I'm about to lie. What's a lie I can tell? I'm about to lie. Like, what? (laughs) I think it's so funny, too, kind of side note, that many variations there is to drunk people. Like, I feel like when I'm lit, I'm just, uh, like, people can't really tell. I'm just a enhanced version of Imani. Like, I'm just, I already talk a lot, as y'all know. I, I'm, I'm just, I just talk more. I laugh more. I'm giddy. Maybe I dance more. Like, I'm just like the same person, just like maybe a little bit more hyped. But uh, some people are like mean or like you, you're telling lies. Like what? <laughs> that is so funny. But yeah, that's a toxic trait, I will say. Because like, what kind of lies are you telling? Are you telling lies that are about you? Or are you telling lies about other people? Because I'd rather you tell lies about yourself and not bring someone else into this mess. <laughs> All right, number eight, taking care of others, but not taking care of myself. Yes, that's a big toxic trait. You do not want to, like my whole purpose with this podcast, and like I talked about in the first episode, is I always want to encourage you guys to put yourself first. Like my name, Imani, means means purpose and having faith in your purpose and living in your truth, living in your purpose. And to me, that means putting yourself first at all times and not in a selfish way that like, not in a selfish way, but like in the selfish way, putting yourself first. So, you know, you can take care of others, of course, but you need to take care of yourself. Like put that same energy you put to everyone else around you and reverse, reverse, reverse Uno card back to you because you're not going to be able to keep on pouring into other people while you're just running on E. That's just not going to work out for you in the long run. You know, that might be working right now, but in 10 years, you're going to not be okay. So put yourself first. All right. Number nine, being judgy or negative 24 seven because of influences I have around me. So I really like this one because it acknowledges the fact that like who you surround yourself with can play into who, who you become or what you start acting like. And The thing is, like, we all complain about stuff and we all can be judgy or negative and get annoyed about things. But when your personality trait becomes being negative, it really will, like, consume who you are as a person. And you might find yourself, like, in this super negative and dark cloud because you are constantly just judging everything, judging everyone, judging yourself and being negative. And if your friends, like, they're their thing is to be negative and their thing is to be sarcastic and jokey and belittle um, you or belittle others, you're going to, you know, start acting like that too. So surround yourself with people that are happy and good spirited people that want to have fun, that want to be positive, that want to give people compliments and not complain all the time. Like I said, we're all going to complain. I be complaining. We complain about jobs. We complain about homework, school, teachers, 
people, friends, money, that's always going to be a part of life, but don't let that consume you. Um, because you'll just end up in a negative, you'll just end up in a downward spiral, which is something that you don't want. So make sure you pick people that are in your life that are going to only bring positive, not only, but they're going to bring positivity to you. And number 10, I search for red flags, which makes me judge too quick. You know, a lot of times people have been in so many bad situationships, relationships, or friendships, or so many bad family members that they are they are over being hurt. So they find themselves wanting to just get the red flags out the way and look for the red flags because they're expecting someone to hurt them because they've been hurt so many times before. But the only issue with that is like you're not giving people grace or giving people a chance. And any little thing that somebody does, you might find yourself being like, uh-uh, nope, they're cut. Uh-uh, nope, don't like them. But it's like, was it really that serious? Or were you just searching and nitpicking what they did and like what their actions were or what they said, you know? And if you don't give anyone grace, you're most likely not going to be giving grace to yourself too. Like, There's no way, at least in my opinion, that you're walking around judging everyone else, but then waking up in the morning and like giving all this love and positivity to yourself. Most likely you are, most likely what people are going to be doing is if they're searching so much for red flags from other people and they're not giving anyone any grace, most likely they're not giving themselves grace either when it comes to things that they might do. And you don't want that to be a thing either. You want to give yourself grace and your, uh, and your self room to grow as a person and allow others to grow as a person too and not be so judgy. But you know, on the other side, because you know, I got to say the other side too sometimes. On the other side, I get it. Like people are walking red flags. A lot of people suck. Like people really suck. And sometimes you just want to like weave those people out and get them out the way so you can just keep on with your positive, beautiful life. So it depends on the situation, you know, but make sure that you are open to people, I think. And then if they show you something to be weary of, they show you a red flag, they show you toxic behavior, then you can act accordingly. But you don't have to go in all the time expecting someone to be toxic or bad. All right, the next question that I asked you guys was, what toxic trait do you allow others to do to you? So I liked this question because I feel like that's usually what is happening when we're talking about toxic things is what someone is doing to you. So the first one we have is waste my time. This can go for anything, literally a job, wasting my time. I probably have many stories of a job wasting my time, (laughs) but we'll keep that for another time. A relationship, wasting your time. You know, a lot of people, if we're talking about relationships, especially like guys and girls, I feel like a lot of women feel like their time's being wasted because the pace that something's moving or maybe the guy is not um, just at that, just there yet to like fully be in a relationship and you may be in this talking stage or whatever it is. Like a lot of women feel like their time's being wasted, especially because people are like on this constant clock of I need to be this at this age. I need to have this at this age. And you just feel like your time's being wasted. So that, you know, that's something where you have to, once again, going back to boundaries, you have to have a boundary. If someone is not meeting that quota that you need in your life or what you have planned for yourself, then they just have to go. That's just what it is. Like it sounds harsh, but once again, you have to put yourself first and not waste your time. Like you said, the next one, letting people talk down to me and not saying anything to keep the peace. 
this reminds me of like Thanksgiving dinner, like I talked about in last week's episode of like not allowing people just to say anything to you, even family. Like you don't need to sit around that dinner table at Thanksgiving and let people talk to you crazy just because it's your grandma or your uncle or your auntie. Like, no, 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 no. You know, the thing is that when that person said what they said, they already, they already decided to not keep the peace. Point blank period. Like they decided to not keep the peace, not you. You can't be, you can't be responsible for how you retaliate. <laughs> like if you say something to me, you can't poke a bear and get mad if they eat you up. That's just not how it works. So you're not, they decided to not keep the peace. What you're doing is just saying what you need to say at this point. So like I said, don't let people talk down to you. Don't let people belittle you. Don't let people throw jabs at, jabs at you because once you start doing that, one, the worst thing possible could happen. You can start believing it, which you don't want to believe them because it's not true. Or two, you just allow more of that into your life because you've never like knit it in the bud in the beginning. So they just keep on saying things to you. So do not do that. And the last one, gaslighting. Yes, we went over this. Gaslighting, toxic, toxic, toxic. Don't let people do this to you. Alrighty, now for Dear Imani. I feel like I should have a sound for this. Like, you don't like the sound? You've got mail. But it's like, Dear Imani. That way, every time you hear the sound, you know what time it is. Dear Imani, is this toxic? Every time I visit people, I cook for them like we are at a five-star restaurant. (laughs) You know, I don't think so. If that's your love language and you like to cook and you like to make you like to make people feel at home and you like to make a you know a good meal, then that's fine. I don't think that's toxic. It's only toxic if you're doing it because you feel the need to have attention and you need everyone to like you or your partner is like you need to cook for everyone or you feel like it's expected of you, then of course that's toxic. But if you're doing that the kindness if you're doing it out of the kindness of your heart and it's your love language, then I think you're fine. You can keep on cooking and you can cook some too. Mm-hmm. Next one. Dear Imani, is this toxic? I feel the need to check my partner's phone all the time. Yes. <laughs> Me and Alex don't check phones because you... I don't have, like, I don't have a reason to check a phone. Like, if he gave me a reason to check a phone, I would check a phone. But if he gave me a reason to check a phone, I wouldn't be here, you know, because I'm not being in a relationship where I'm constantly having to check somebody's phone because I don't trust them. Most likely, this person gave you a reason to feel like they need, that you need to check their phone all the time, and that already is a no-go for me. Like, yeah, that is toxic because you're in a toxic situation because you're checking someone's phone. You know, like if you're checking it for, no, there's just no, no, you're checking it because you're trying to see the DMs. You're trying to check to see who they're texting. And if you don't trust them, that's like the number one thing for a successful relationship is trust. It's like you have to have trust with each other. Dear Imani, is this toxic? My boyfriend doesn't want me to hang out with a certain group of friends. Oh, okay. So there's two sides. There's the one side of, yes, it is toxic because they're trying to control you and isolate you from your group of friends. And they're just being annoying because you can't tell me who to hang out with. Or on the flip side, are they trying to protect you from a group of people that are not good for you? Because that could be the case too. Like if you're hanging out over the group of people that 
are bad influences and they're negative and they have nothing going for themselves. They don't want that. Your partner may not want that to rub off on you. So they don't want you to be hanging around those people. But if that is not the case and they don't like you hanging out with them because maybe the way your friends dress, your friends go out all the time, things like that, that's toxic because you're not about to control what me and my friends are doing. Like if we're outside, we're outside. And last one, dear Imani, is this toxic? I know my friends love me, but I feel like I'm always the butt of a joke. Am I being sensitive or are they toxic? They are toxic. I just don't think that's funny. Like I've expressed that multiple times in this episode already. I've talked about it in another episode, but I just don't think it's funny to like make someone try to feel bad. Like I am not that kind of jokester in the sense of if... like in the sense of if someone does something my instinct is to joke on them or make them feel little or point out something that I know might hurt their feelings like that would never be my intention so I don't I just don't joke in that kind of way and I know a lot of people do and a lot of people don't mind and you know it is what it is but I don't think you're being sensitive I really don't I really don't I mean I mean actually it just depends it depends because some people are being sensitive it's like bitch laugh it's funny, (laughs) you know, but a lot of times I feel like you're, you know, you're right in your feelings. If you're feeling like sensitive, you're feeling like that hurt your feelings. You're right. It did. You can't control how that made you feel, but what you can't control is if it happens again or not. So maybe have a conversation with your friends and be like, it actually is not funny. Like I'm always, I'm always the butt of the joke. And we all know that person, whether it's you that's the butt of the joke or we've seen it in a friend group where like you notice that one person's always getting all the, all the hits, you know, and you know, and never no love. It's always just jokes, jokes, jokes against that one person. I feel like we, we know what that looks like. So, you know, to, in that moment, it probably feels like bullying to the person that's experiencing it, but the person that's saying it, they feel like they're just joking and having a good time. Um, but just watch that. I would say like, if you're in a friend group and you notice one person's always getting the heat, you know, just make sure it's not just one person, like give the jokes, spread the jokes out at least, at least spread the jokes out. Okay. The last thing I had you guys, well, I wanted you guys to give me, I said, tell me a toxic story. And it's so funny because I got submissions, a couple of them, and they're all like, oh my gosh, I need, I, I need, I'm going to have to message you. I'm going to have to email you. My story, or my story is way too long, which I love long stories. Um, I'm, I might have to go back and make sure I put like the website or my email, the website or my email, because you can submit long stories there. So hello at dearimani.com or dearmoney.com and then submit your story there because I want to hear it all. Like I want to read the long stories because they're always juicy. So make sure you do that. If you find yourself having a long thing to say or a long question or a long story, you can always use the website or the email because I know the Instagram boxes are not that big. Like you don't have enough characters to write a bunch of stuff. So make sure you just go that route instead. Well, y'all, that was all about being toxic. So For Imani's final thoughts, once again, toxic and abuse are not the same. Being toxic is not cute because you're only going to hurt yourself, your partner, your family, and your friends in the long run. Put yourself first and think about what makes you happiest. And nine times out of 10, it's not going to be a toxic situation. So with that being said, thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. I appreciate you guys all so much. I hope you learned a little something or you know, just had a little like, mm, she's right. 
I need to get myself out of this toxic situation or mm, she's right. I need to stop being toxic myself. Anyways, make sure you rate this podcast five stars because that helps me a lot. Please continue to watch my YouTube videos and my vlogmas, especially my vlogmas. Like I said, December 14th to 25th, a vlog every day on YouTube. Subscribe to my channel, Dear Imani, because that's where I also post my video format of the podcast, which, like I said, I need to be back in the studio, okay? But thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next week. Bye! Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. You can watch the full episode on YouTube and make sure to send in your stories and questions at dearymoney.com. Reminder, I am not responsible for the outcome of any advice you take from me. Unless it's good, then I get all the credit. See you next week. Mwah!